excited oh, to be here. I've been following your journey quite interesting. Oh, thank you very much for joining us. Please tell us, tell our listeners who Geraldine is. Okay, um, Geraldine is just uh, someone that's very, very passionate about growing brands and growing businesses. I really find joy in, in growing businesses and coming up with new ideas and being creative and seeing something growing when you're seeing it and you're thinking, oh, okay, um, this is us, we did this, this is what the, we did this, mm-hmm. this was teamwork, so yeah, that's me. Wow, lovely. Have you always known that you wanted to run a business in digital marketing? In digital marketing, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But knowing, I, always knowing that I've always wanted to be a, to run a business, yes. Not specifically digital marketing. Mm-hmm. Actually, starting digital marketing mm-hmm. was more of like a, I bumped into it and I saw an opportunity and I ran with it. Mm-hmm. So what's been your journey like before starting 143 Communications up to where you are now? Okay, I've always, wherever I've worked, I've always been doing something. I've always been selling something, even in college. Um, I had a tech that was, uh, that was, Actually, most students didn't even know that the, the university used to offer tax shops for one student a year, but it's something that I got into because I'm, I'm passionate about about running a business. So, wow. Mm-hmm. That's very, very interesting. Like you've always been opening your eyes to opportunities. So I understand you once were working for other people. How did you then start 143 Communications? Is it something that just came about? Sorry, can, can you take that again? All right, I, I've seen that you've always been very, very enterprising. Um, but you've also worked for other people. How did you then start 143 Communications? I was fired. <laughs> oh my. I was actually fired. And, and then you said, let me start my own. Yeah. At first, I think it was more of... I, I actually said, when, when, when I got fired, I got two offers from... Um, the competitors of the place where I was I was working and mm-hmm. um, I don't know I just thought you know what um, I've always wanted to start a business and there's no time like now if I'm going to go into another job it will mean that I'll start again and I'll have another process another four years or something because I'd been working there for about three or four years um, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought of it as an opportunity. I said, you know what? Yes, I got fired, but I think somehow it was God's way of telling me, you've always been wanting to do this. Because I remember before that, two years before, I'd gone to take company registration papers and they were actually still in my drawer at work. I hadn't even finished the mm-hmm. first process. So actually having a job was not good for me. And I'm actually grateful I got fired. 
Wow. How long have you have you run your business? Well, in the first, well, you know, first year now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. And um, how were you feeling the moment you said, I'm going to start my own? Were you scared? Take us through the feelings that we're going through you because I think most of the people do not start their own businesses because they love the comfort of just getting their salaries at the end of the month, week or whatever. What what feelings were going through your head? I'm trying to think exactly what I was feeling because I was very angry. So, you know, when people are angry, they usually do things and that they don't. I'm, I'm glad my anger made me do something at least great i was just i was just so angry and i was so determined to prove myself so mm-hmm. mostly anger drove me i wasn't really scared i thought really there's um the i say to myself there's nothing to lose if if yeah. i if i somehow because i I had saved up my money for about three months or four months worth of money that could um, sort of like sustain me. So I said to myself, you know what, I have nothing to lose. If this fails, I've got a lot of people that are offering me jobs. I'll just go back. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one of, the, one of the people that offered me a job was like, uh, you know what, uh, uh, you can do what you're doing. In a year, you'll be mm-hmm. back here begging me for the job, and I think <laughs> I was because of statements like that. It made me so determined. Like, yeah, that's the feeling I had. I was determined. I wasn't really scared. Yeah. Wow, that's great. And who stood by you? People that you say, I will never forget in my life because they stood by me and they gave me the the push and the motivation you really needed at this time in your life my family um and mm-hmm. my then fiance who was my husband of course um i'm always laughing with him and i'm always saying you know what uh, when i started he thought i was i was joking but even though he he thought i i just wanted something to push time he actually stood by me and um yeah, um, and my sisters and my friends, they really, uh, some of my friends really stood by me, like, um, we're always laughing when we started, just, yeah, yeah. What have been the success stories, something that you can point out to say, I met the great decision to start 143 Communications and... Um, motivating other people that want to start a business in the similar similar industry. Um, like I said, when I st- when we started this interview, I love seeing things grow. There are yeah. people that I've seen growing in the business, and I mean, all oh, like wow, we contributed to this growth. Like some of our clients, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really happiest about that. I'm also happiest about the people that have gone through one for three communications. Um, mm-hmm. The kids, because we, because because of our nature of our job, we really employ young people who understand digital. So that's part of knowing that there is somewhere, somewhere else, someone, somewhere else there who says, 
my life is different because I was at one for three communications. So, wow, that is so lovely. And I have, I have read several interviews you've done with uh, journalists from different countries. Um, how far does your influence as Geraldine Eve and also as One Four Three Communications stretch? To be honest, uh, I'm not sure because sometimes I'm really shocked uh, <laughs> when someone from some random country says, "Oh, because I remember I even have um, had interviews from uh, publications from India." I've been featured on a podcast in America, uh, and these are people that have just randomly come to my inbox to say, you know what, we want to talk about you, we want to talk with you. So, mm-hmm. to really pinpoint how my influence, uh, mm-hmm. it still shocks me every time. Like recently, someone from Swaziland just inboxed me and said, you know what, we want to do an interview. I'm like, oh, okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Someone knows. Wow. I think it's because of the yeah. it's because of the digital space. We've we've moved yeah. from a point where uh, the people that you would just know about you, or people that were in your area, or people with access to the same radio or TV stations that you have, to mm-hmm. where we've we've literally um, removed borders and. Mm-hmm. You know, someone from China can even know about you because that—that's the beauty of digital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is very, very impressive. And um, what do you say to your employees when you want to motivate them? Because the nature of the job is such that people always have to be on their toes. What worked yesterday doesn't work today. What uh, do you inculcate in your employees so that they are always giving their best? Okay, um, I'm I'm always reminding them of the dream of where we want to be. That this one for three that you're seeing today is not the one for three that was there yesterday, and it's not the one for three that's going to be there tomorrow. Um, I also mm-hmm. try and build relationships with my team members mm-hmm. to. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't believe with we. I, I usually find it's a struggle when someone asks me what my leadership style is because I don't believe in a one, one, one way approach of things. Different people need different things. Sometimes some some employees, um, like for an example, uh, recently actually we had uh, we had a problem well you know working from home sometimes people kind of like relax at home it's it's a new phenomenon yeah. people are still trying to really ease into it so what we just simply yeah. say do we just say you know what guys those that have been uh, reaching their targets you guys are still working from home those that have been not mm-hmm. reaching their targets let's come to work and oh. things changed because everyone wants to go back to work from home and sometimes it's, yeah. a, it's, it's, it's just talking to someone and showing them. I believe in showing my team members their greatness because um, the, I, I had the fortune, I was fortunate in my last job to have a boss that would always say to me, Geraldine, I see something great in you. I, of, yeah. of course, yes, I knew that, you know, somewhere, somewhere in me there is something. 
but having someone telling you to say you know Geraldine just don't look at yourself today I see something great in you and he kept saying it like Mr. Machado would always say it to certain extent that I was, I used to say I think you're putting pressure on me <laughs> but um, he he was so consistent about that message so I also try to do the same with my team um, mm-hmm. to sometimes to activate someone's greatness they when they believe themselves that they've got the ability to do it i always have a mantra there's nothing impossible everything you yeah. can always get somewhere a way of doing something and i and when when i ask my team member to do something and they say i can't i always tell them that mm-hmm. that word does not exist in my vocabulary you can't tell me that you can't yeah so different yeah. ways of of motivating people depending on the character depending on the place they are in life because we really have to be sensitive about sometimes as employers we forget that people actually have another life besides working for you so being sensitive oh, also yeah. yeah being sensitive also to what's going on in someone's life before you rush into conclusions or before you decide a course of action well that's me wow <laughs> Um, I know some listener out there is really, really getting the help they need to deal with the team members and how to motivate their staff. So tell me, Geraldine, have you ever felt like giving up, just throwing everything away and just starting over or just going back to work or something? Have you ever had those moments where you just wanted to say, I'm done? Oh my gosh. So, so many times. (laughs) I remember there was a time I called my husband and I was literally crying. And I was saying, I'm done. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I am going. Mm -hmm. I'm calling those people and telling them, you know what? I want the job. And sometimes, funny enough, when you're going through stuff, I remember there was a time when I was going through stuff and I I was about to give up. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I should say it's the devil or what. And I had an offer letter in, <laughs> in my inbox asking me to come to work. I almost clicked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming back. Because there is so much responsibility in building a dream. And yes. you really have to be willing to, that, to be that person that's willing to start all over again. Um... And even sometimes when you feel like I'm just on a treadmill and I'm moving forward, but I'm putting so much effort and you feel really, really frustrated, like I want to give up. Yeah, I have a lot of times. Wow, wow. Thank you for for being very vulnerable and being honest. Most of the people just look at the successes and they don't know that yeah behind all that there is somebody who keeps pushing every day beyond beyond like uh all the limitations they face so geraldine um tell us what are your future plans where do you see 143 communications going the dream is constant to be the largest digital agency in africa yeah that has been my dream from day one to mm-hmm. change the face of the way we do business in Africa 
to mm-hmm. be one of the companies that ushers Africa into a new economical dawn. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's always been the dream, and mm-hmm. and and it's, it's 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 just not a dream; it's a reality of things that are actually happening and being on the ground. Yeah. Wow, well done. And then there is somebody listening right now who wants to do the same things that you're doing or um, once is doing, but probably they're failing or they need motivation or they want to know what kind of qualifications or expertise one needs to also run a digital marketing company. What would you say to them? All right, I'll, 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 I'll respond to you in parts. I'll first start with the expertise mm-hmm. because of the first thing I caught. Um, you don't need... I believe that you can start any business, even an engineering business. You don't need qualifications. You need mm-hmm. a winning team. Um, yeah. You need passion. You need to be having the ability of saying... I, I remember I was telling one of my teammates recently, and I was saying, that, do you know that today... If you woke up and you said you wanted to be a doctor, you can actually go back to school and do it. So, yeah. Oh, and I was laughing with them and I said, you know, with Google, those days you can start being anything and actually be successful at it because there's so much free information out there. So running a digital agency just needs you to be someone. Um, um, uh, I was laughing with my HR the other day when we were saying, do you know, in our company, we've got a span of we we, we employ 19-year-olds, people that have mm-hmm. just come out of uh, high school. They are on a gap year. We have people that have just come out of college. We have people that have a master's degree, and every time people we, we ask for CVs for people to join, we don't even look at their qualifications. I remember the other time someone who was in marketing had done history or something like that, and we're laughing. And I believe that if you've got the passion to, to do something, you're going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And you also asked me about mm-hmm. someone who's struggling to maintain this mm-hmm. business. Like we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, it's not going to be an easy road. And mm-hmm. if you're struggling and you're keeping on working on it and learning from your mistakes mm-hmm. and seeing mm-hmm. how you can um you can um you can change and improve you will make it it's not Mm -hmm. a get rich quickly scheme it's something that you have to be really diligent about and think about it right so and you also told me about people who want to start this business i'm always saying Mm -hmm. to people you just need a very fast internet and mm-hmm. you also need to be passionate about what you're doing to be creative oh yeah to be creative to put mm-hmm. i think uh, the um, i was i was recently in another group and we were talking about it and i was talking about how we are so concerned about making money instead of being content about what we are bringing to the client like if i if i go in and pitch to a client and i see a client has so much money i start pitching things that they don't even need instead of saying building a relationship with the client saying you know what 
I think you don't need this, even though you've got so much money. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's not a good, but uh, in business we learn every day. But the current point where I've had, I have believed that I have gained more by building relationships mm-hmm. than by just mm-hmm. looking for money. And so, uh, if you want to start a digital really agent, you have to be willing to build a relationship with your client to put yourself in the shoes of your client to say you know what i want you to grow i want you to be better than what i'm giving you i'm just not giving you a service for the sake of giving you a service but i'm giving you a service so that one day you can look back and say no with this guys we've done this and we've done this and we've done this as they say Mm -hmm. um the work you have done is your greatest they say referrals are your greatest um, uh, proof that you can do something like the proof is in the pudding so yeah 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 that's me i talk too much sorry (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much oh and to our listeners this week it's been blazing we have had uh the ceo of 143 Communications, a digital agency based in Zimbabwe. But like they said, their influence is throughout the world. We hope you learned one or two things and that you keep spreading this word throughout. Let's continue with the conversations on our social media platforms. Thank you for always being true to I Am That Woman, the business story. Thank you, Geraldine. Thank you, Sympathy, for having me. Have a lovely day.